0: Hey, 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 everyone. Hoping everyone is good. Hoping everyone is well. And I hope you are well rested from the weekend. I hope that, um, you know, you found some connections. And if you didn't, it's okay too. Um, I hope that you got to finish some projects or start something. I hope that, um, you just decided to be you for the weekend and just chill, explore, whatever it may have given you for this weekend. I hope that it was well. I began to go through my list of things that I wanted to talk about. Now, you know, I told you, we're going to get a little deep into some things. And I remember when I was going through the list, I I wrote this down, this phrase, but I didn't have a title, but this is going to be the title. And it's called Go Get Healed. Go Get Healed. I think that we don't consider The healing process as a process that needs to be done articulately, like slowly. It needs to be extensive. It's not, oh, I hurt, I'm over it. Like healing is not that way. And the thing about healing as well is that it will show you some parts of you that are ugly, that are beautiful. It is a process not for the faint at heart. Healing will take you to a point of now for a lot of people, healing starts with sadness and anger. Right. It is the point of which doesn't have so much of a happy tone. You are getting over something, a delay or just something in mind that has brought you down to a level in which you need to get yourself back together and you need to be a renewed you. So, starting off in anger, hurt, disappointment, resentment Means that you are moving into a place Where you want to honor, number one, yourself In a space where you are showing up completely For the best self ever And that you are letting some things go And the reason why I titled this Go Get Healed is because a lot of us throw that word around and not even going through the healing process. And let me, let me tell you what the healing process looks and feels like. The healing process will show you who you are. Number one. See, some people go into it to Improve themselves somehow, you know, saying to themselves, it wasn't me all along. I I have these, these things, this baggage, but I need to still prove I am that person. But what the healing process will show you is your downfalls and your pits of dismay. Um, it would also show you just who you are seriously in the mirror, your actual reflection, you'll start to reflect on things that you have gone through um, situations that you have been through and understanding that maybe 100% of it wasn't your fault, but you contributed to it. Right. In some ways you contributed to the unhealed portions of you. I always say that we have a choice in the matter in which we want to get to a certain point. I'll use this example for a man or a woman who is in a relationship, and it is constant bickering and arguing, going back and forth. If there is no resolve, and you see yourself going to a let's let's be real pit of hell, right? You go through a pit of hell. It is a toxic situation, but you're constantly pulling. You, you're just doing the tug of war took a war in the relationship and it's it's really not going anywhere you had the space and opportunity to move away from that situation so that you can obtain happiness but now you have delved into a situation and gotten to a pit of the ocean so to speak at the bottom where now you got to pull yourself up and then you make the decision after it's just far worse than you can just attain in all honesty, and then you want to consider, you know, healing yourself. It happens. Look, I'm, I'm not here to judge you at all. It happens. But. Let's not use um, the next person that comes around as a bandaid for us, because a part of the healing process is seeing the open wound or the open sore for what it is. It is open. okay? it is unhealed. And then getting, you know, a layer of protection so that the process of healing happens and it works sitting on that for a minute. You know how, how it is when you have, um, a wound or a scrape. It's, it takes time. You gotta cover that thing up. But while you're covering that heel, that wound, I'm sorry, while you're covering that wound, make sure that you are implementing things to make it better. So while you have that, that time to, Let that wound or that scrape or that cut heal. Make sure that you're nourishing it with love. First of all, you're taking care of it. You're making sure that you're checking to see if it is healed. You're cleaning it out. You're covering it. You're covering it with love. You're covering it with protection. You are protecting yourself. You're also making sure that you're not doing anything to disrupt the healing Therefore, not picking at it, not getting to a situation where it exposes you to be cut or scraped again. This is the important part about healing and being unhealed that a lot of people will miss. While you are in the healing journey, it is not um, a good idea to walking to places where you bump up against what is being healed while you expose yourself, while you are being healed, because you're prolonging the healing process. Therefore, I am not engaging in situations with people where I'm being more open to that wound or that sore being damaged. What you're doing is covering up and making excuses for this open wound. See, let me back up. Let me back up. Let me back up. When we leave a situation unhealed, right? Done. We're taking this time to get ourselves together. A lot of people, they gauge into situations with other people wanting For someone to cover them and heal them. Listen to that again. We bump into ignite, connect with people hoping that they cover the wound for us. That they make the boo-boo all right. But what you're really doing is, number one, the person that you may connect with This person could be healed or unhealed. Now, situations could be different depending on if you have a healed or an unhealed person. If y'all two unhealed people, y'all got a toxic situation going on. And guess what? Y'all are not helping the situation in which you both individually need to be healed. If you're walking into a space where you are under the unhealed party and they are the healed party, well, guess what? You are dumping and putting all of your responsibilities on the healed person to fix you, to make you right and to make you whole that my dear family, that's unfair. The reason why the healing journey takes a while is because number one, you got to sit with the fact that there are some things you got to get right. It may have been somebody's fault. But let me tell you something about that. Now we can put blame on other people. But just like I said before, we have a position and a place in which we have set ourselves in. Okay. And it is not the responsibility of someone else to make sure that we are okay. We gotta we have to have us first. We are primary. So the process of healing means that I'm sitting onto my own stuff. I am just rejuvenating and taking the time to get to know me again, right? Because again, like I I, I mentioned this in another episode. When we get to know people, especially when we have a connection we like what they like sometimes, you know, we um, we ignite with them. We become one in a sense, whether it is friendship or relationships, the knowing and the similarities, we become one in a sense. So when you move away from it, you are still carrying on the ways of another person. Therefore, you have to reset yourself and get yourself together. That is why the healing journey is important on another note, you know, to add on to it. When we are on this healing journey, we have to be aware, self-aware that what we're doing is for us and not for other people. It could be a situation where you and that person, let's say relationship, y'all decide to take a break It just maybe it was too toxic, you know, in the relationship and therefore you chose or y'all chose to just separate for a minute. Maybe maybe talks of getting back together. But right now in the space in which the both of you were, it wasn't conducive to a healthy relationship. So you go on this quote unquote healing journey to prove to the other person that you are completely whole. Get back into the situation and it's more of a mess because you didn't take the time to thoroughly be self-aware of you. Think things through and reset yourself. Many times in toxic situations, there is an underlining issue that has really nothing to do with the other person it has much to do with the person who is unhealed and throwing the toxicity towards the other person if we don't talk about this if we don't manage this if we are not helping each other cope in it we're throwing toxicity towards each other and guess what we still are unhealed in situations where there is trauma like abuse sexual abuse rape Even the trauma of losing a child, a mother losing a child, a father losing a child, there is trauma still associated with it. If you are not going through the process of grieving that particular thing that took you to a place where it endangered you mentally and spiritually, You'll still walk around with the same baggage, carrying it over into other places and other parts. That is the unhealed part of you that has to be rectified and has to be soothed because again, like I said, you know, the unhealed parts of us shows up in different ways to several different people. I can't be my best. I cannot be my absolute best with the unhealed traumas and Entering into friendships and relationships and expecting that I'm going to get a different type of hmm, scenario or ending because really and truly I'm putting all of that expectation on someone else. I'm expecting them to show up for me because the parts of me are unhealed and I'm putting a lot of responsibility on this said person saying I need you to show up healed is a statement where it speaks to all of us. Again, I'm not saying that everyone is perfect. There are still some unhealed parts of us that need to be rectified. But if you are entering into spaces and wanting and feeling the notion of wanting to be saved from your unhealed parts, you're being selfish, you're walking into a space where it's all about you, rectify this, rectify me, save me, and accept me flawed, overly flawed for who I am. One of the things that I have found in our community of women is that now we're coming to this place where we're more open and receptive to get therapy where we are open and receptive of the possibility of talking these things through and what I have found with therapy is that you go in for one thing and you leave out with more you realize that the one thing that you thought was the uh, paramount of Your trauma that is unhealed is really not just so. It is a multitude of things that have compiled and made you the unhealed person that you are. For men... I have found that men are still on the edge when it comes to the therapy thing. I think for most men, if they have a male counterpart to talk to and to open up to, they are more receptive of therapy. But the number one thing that I have um, seen in therapy is that men are afraid to let their guard down, be honest, and just be emotional. There is something about the state of being strong and having a strong mind that makes men more apt to not choose therapy. In couples where there's more of the pull from the woman to seek therapy so that there is some sort of solution in that relationship. Most men don't want to go through the process of therapy, whether it is that they are proven in therapy that they have some bad habits or some unhealed parts about themselves or that it's just to them a taboo thing and it's embarrassing. I offer you the solution as a couple individually, whatever the case may be, to talk to someone and go to therapy. Therapy is one of the most exhilarating parts of just being able to freely talk. And also therapy allows you to, number one, you're not being judged. Therapists talk to lots of people throughout the week, throughout the month, throughout the year. They've heard it all. You are not being judged by what you've done and what you're doing. You are in a position to be assisted with what is now known and given solutions to make it better. When we walk into the place of healing, when we walk into that space, you will know because the things that used to bother you, used to get next to you, used to trigger you, um, it doesn't do it anymore. There is a place where you just, you have resolution and where you reside in your healing. The healing journey, again, will show you so many parts of yourself That you didn't even know was true about yourself. I always say this in friendships and relationships because they coincide in the way of feelings and how people, if you have an honest friendship and relationship, how people are able to show up for each other and just be honest. And in those ties and those connections, when you have an honest friend and an honest um, partner. They tell you about yourself. They not necessarily pick out your flaws, but I say this always. We have this inflated uh, notion of ourselves. We think one way and people see us another way. And that is helpful because it draws out all of the impurities of ourselves. And if you are not able to Accept and sit with that. That too goes into the unhealed parts of yourself. For example, if your friend or your mate says, you know, under a stressful situation, you really are a B-I-T-C-H or you really are, you know, mean. You don't think so. You may think that um, in a stressful situation you shut down, but they're telling you that the emotion that you show is not What you feel Therefore In love They are reminding you That that part of you needs to be rectified And it needs to be healed It could be spawned Or it can come from a part of you That you forgot about It could come from childhood It could come from teenage years It can come from a relationship That wasn't resolved The stress in the relationship Caused you to Shut down in your point of view or just be angry in other people's point of view. I touched on, um, sexual abuse, very minor, but let's, let's speak on that because, um, not only is it just horrific for anybody who has gone through it, whether it is, um, as a young child, a teenager, an adult, sexual abuse, really changes number one the way you see and perceive people the way you see and perceive yourself and the way in which you look at the world there was an action that was taken upon you that stripped you from your your even notion to say no you were taken advantage of at a point in pinnacle of your life, where you feared for whatever would come next, sexual abuse, unhealed. For those who don't understand, let me let me let me tell you something. Most people, when they think of the um, aftermath of a person who has gone through sexual abuse, rape, um, molestation. For most people, they feel, well, the person is withdrawn, and many people are. They are withdrawn from people, um, close relatives. That is a cycle in which they have to get back to them. But it can also show up in promiscuality. Um, it can show up in dibbling and dabbling into different things. There is a psyche where people don't understand the way in which it is interrelated. When you have been... In a situation where you have been taken advantage of and somebody has taken something from you, you lost the ability to, number one, take that back. And number two, you lost your sense of self. So for a lot of people, think of it this way as a drug. When people are going through stressors or just traumatic events, they may pick up a drug and and they may use it for a significant amount of time. People who pick up several partners do so because number one, the love is gone. You know that the feeling that they wanted to initiate love was taken away from them. And so they self-soothe themselves in being with several partners to alleviate the pain that they felt And for others, they feel that there is no form of care. It's already been taken away from me. I'm just going, you know, do whatever. It hurts. But guess what? What can I do about it? In this position and sitting there and thinking this way and just moving in ways that are really negative, number one, for our mental, but also our physical is a way in which we overdose on sexuality and being promiscuous, taking us away from the reality that people were taken advantage of against their will. Not only was the binding of love not real, but what was snatched was the individual person who was screaming for the other person to stop or who was hurt in the process physically by trying to fight and protect what was rightfully theirs. When you don't heal from something as horrific as that, you go into, again, promiscuity. you know, being promiscuous, Number two, you go into this some, um, this sort of feeling of hatred towards, um, you know, if you go into a male who raped you or promiscuity, you know, being promiscuous. Number two, you go into this some, um, this sort of feeling of hatred towards, um, you know, if it was a male who raped you or a female, You'll turn turn it into anger towards a certain type of person or certain people. The number one thing is you stop trusting. You are high alert on it with everyone else, hoping and praying that you'll get over it. But the idea and the visions of being sexually abused, raped and molested continuously goes through your head. And then, you know, another thing is it's hard for you to have connections, um, deep, loving connections with people because the barrier in which you want to confine and just trying to love someone and not wanting them to be physical with you triggers a part of you that makes you abstain from being physical with someone in so many levels of this, y'all. Therefore, healing in order to number one, gain perspective of it's not your fault. It happened also into it's not your fault. and happened and you too can be loved into you didn't deserve it. Now let's heal so that we can be a bridge for other people who have experienced it and are going through different facets and phases After what they have experienced in being raped, molested, sexually abused, and so on. When I say that I want you to walk into this place and be healed, I mean that I want you to take accountability for your part that you play in your life. I want you to take accountability into the places that you allowed yourself to reside for far too long and the spaces in which you allowed the unhealed parts of you fester and now become not so much too far gone but damaged. When we accept that we want to heal the process is a long one and long could be different for different types of people. It can be months, it could be years, but what healing is is not a quick resolution to wanting quickly to change and be better. It takes a process of self-assessment, self-awareness and self-love. Ooh, I'm glad you're here, y'all. I'm glad you listened in, tuned in. I'm glad that you um, sat in this space with me. Um, if I can offer you any words, you know, beyond what I just said, take your bags and, and throw them out. Take those bags and give them away. Take those bags and demolish them. I'm going to take that back, not give them away. Let's not give them away because when we're giving them away, we're putting it on somebody else. <laughs> take those bags and get rid of them because the baggage that you carry will weigh you down and it will just not allow you to see your whole full self. That is the end. I have no more. Make sure you tap in to the podcast every Monday Monday. And Friday, I am so happy you are here. I am so happy that you tuned in. And listen, if this was something for you, if there was something, you know, great for the ear. If this was something great for the ear, you knew that someone needed it or just, you know, needed some season dialogue. I hope that you invite them to be a part of it. Thank y'all so much and peace.